KBLA Talk 1580. Ha! That ain't right. The big payback is reparations. It is a debt that is owed to black Americans. It is a movement, a momentum. It is the time for that to happen. State of California has taken the lead, but it is a global conversation. And I think that, um, what can I say? I think we all play a part in that, right? So at this time, there is a survey being done by the city of Los Angeles, the Reparations Advisory Commission, which will then take those recommendations and um, put them in place with their research partner, which is Cal State Long Beach. And they will present their findings to the commission. Then the commission will make recommendations and present those findings to L.A. city government, the mayor, the city council. The survey is looking for Angelinos, particularly black Angelinos. Come on with it. Who's most uh, impacted by reparations? That would be you, probably you, or someone you know. And we only have until December 21st. This thing has been going on for months, but people are not taking it. And I don't know why. I know we don't like paperwork. Um, so, you know, we, um, we avoid stuff like this. But at the same time, if we don't do it, Who's going to do it? If we don't do it now, when is it going to happen? So we started going through this with the volunteer, uh, Randy from Watts, uh, on yesterday. And we got a, fa a fair way into um, the process of this application, but we, we were not able to finish it. So we're going to finish it today. We're going to go through it today, and we're going to talk about it. You're invited to call in and talk about it. We're going to go as fast as we can, as far as we can, because we have the city attorney coming up. Looking forward to that conversation with uh, Heidi Feldstein Soto, the second half of the hour. And our um, our hardworking booking coordinator, Asha, is joining us uh, right now to fill out the survey. Good morning, Asha. Good morning, Dominique. You're Thank one of those. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for thanks for sitting in in the clutch here. So, Asha, you um, you're born and raised in LA, right? Yes, born and raised. Right, and, and I mean, and and you don't you don't live here anymore, but you're born and raised here, um, and so you you filled out part of the survey in advance. So we could not go over exactly the same parts that we went over already. Um, so where are you on the survey right now? Right now I'm on page five, which um, is asking about state-sanctioned enslavement in Los Angeles um, and my family history related to that. So when you read it, um, is it how, how, I mean, as you've gone through it this far, how, how has it impacted you? Honestly, um, it's opening up some doors that I didn't even consider um, in the conversation of reparations. Um, the education component, the healthcare component, um, the housing component, ha seeing all of those components in one survey is really illustrating how big of um, how, how impacted we as Black Angelinos have been. Um, by the institution of slavery, and I, it's it's 
it's a hard, um, it is a hard survey to take, um, considering the fact that, you know, my grandmother moved to LA when she was five years old in the great migration. And you learn all of these big concepts in school, hopefully, but now I'm having to dig in deep personally and, and, understand how um, the institution of slavery and racism in America has uniquely affected my experience yeah. and my experience as a black Angelino. Um, I think it's a great, great um, funnel um, for the scope. So um, KBLA delegation, if you feel like it, go to blackexperiencela.com right now, scroll down to the bottom of the page and you'll see take the survey and you can um, go through it with us. If not, you know, look at it as an intellectual exercise and, and join with Asha as she bravely shares her journey with us. So um, this part of the survey is state sanctioned civil discrimination. Is that where you are? State sanctioned enslavement. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. Yeah. The okay. question is, are you aware of members of your lineage being impacted by the following prior to 1865 while living in the city of Los Angeles? Um, and the choices are enslaved in the state of California, fugitive state laws, confiscated land and homes, seized assets and racial violence. Right. So you did you um, did you answer yes to any of these? Because these are in California prior to 1865, right? Yeah, I had to answer unsure to all of these because ah. I have no idea. Okay, that's fair. And I love that they give us that option uh, yeah. of unsure. Okay, so now we're on to page six, state-sanctioned uh -huh. civil discrimination. And this is where uh -huh. you and or members of your family impacted by the following state-authorized policies and or practices while living in the city of Los Angeles from 1866 to 1968, um, this is kind of where we left off with Randy yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. And did you um, answer uh, yes to any of these or unsure to all of these as well? Uh, it includes racially restrictive housing covenants, school segregation, lending discrimination, redlining, voter suppression, including felony, felony disenfranchisement, which I thought was interesting, loss of voting rights, union denial, political disenfranchisement, employment discrimination, confiscated land or homes, seized assets, denied access to hospital, denied access to quality health care, police discrimination and harassment, police brutality or racial violence. And this is going all the way through 1968. Yeah, so I answered yes to most of these, with the exception of union denial, um, denied access to hospital, and denied access to quality health care. Um, my grandmother's a member of the teachers' union and has been for decades now, and so I was not able to answer yes to those questions. Um, but all the rest of the questions, yes, 100%. Wow, that's interesting because I guess because your family's roots go far back enough, uh, back far enough in the state to where that would be um, impactful. Mm -hmm. Now we go to African American experience in LA survey. Um, and this is, I guess, the next page is continuing. Um, no, this is what, if any of the following, have affected you or your family while living in the city of LA at any period in time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, you want to go through these? Yeah, um, so yes to housing restrictive covenants, 
no to eminent domain, yes to subprime lending or predatory loans, unsure about the denial of home loans, um, yes to unfairly seized assets, yes to political disenfranchisement, yes to denied access to certain trade unions. I guess um, maybe I can review that question because I have had experience being denied from, you know, trade unions now um, outside of the teachers union. Um, Yes to land use restrictions. Yes to over-policing. Yes to inequitable home value appraisals. No to neighborhood association fees. Um, Yes to unequal educational opportunities. Yes to voter suppression. Um, Yes to redistricting practices. Uh, Yes to civil unrest and riots. Yes to denied access um, to public services. I can't remember the last time we've had our streets cleaned in my neighborhood. I don't think I've ever seen um, a street street services in my neighborhood wow. growing up. Um, yes to limited access to city jobs. Um, unsure about denial of city uh, contracts. Um, unsure about environmental injustice. Um, no to denied access to hospitals. No to denied access to quality health care. Um, but yes, to denied access to culturally competent healthcare professionals. Even though the healthcare is accessible, it may not be exactly what we need. Um, and absolutely yes to food deserts. Yeah, yeah. I, I answered. I had the same answer when I did this survey. I mean, it's just a huge food mm-hmm. desert. So, of what of the answers you've given so far, has has anything, what has surprised you the most or made you think? I mean, these are things you knew, obviously, because you're answering them, but we don't think about them. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that surprised me the most um, was the idea that we're really, we are being limited with our educational opportunities. I think I got to one of these pages where it proposed open districting for LAUSD. Mm-hmm. And I, I had never come across that idea before, but I think that that's a great idea. Opening up the public schools to all California or all Angelinos. Right, so go where you want. Not lim- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go. You're not limited to just the tax base in your neighborhood. I, I think that is a really great idea. Um I also was struck by how negatively affected I've been in the housing market. Um, you know, as a millennial, we know what the prospects for, you know, home ownership is, you know, and, and are for, for my generation and, and it's not looking good. You know, yeah. I wouldn't be able to afford a home in my neighborhood, anywhere in my neighborhood. I'd have to go to the way outskirts boondocks of Los Angeles, you know, just to, find somewhere affordable to live. Um, And, uh, you know, that compared to my grandparents' experience who bought in our neighborhood in 1972, built on the lot, you know, they bought the lot for like maybe $12,000. You know, I understand that inflation, you know, is a generational thing and is a generational, um, you know, issue but there's something really wrong there you yeah, know there's so sure. many people so many grandchildren in my neighborhood and children and um, children of parents who are passing on who can't maintain the status that you know their um 
their parents or grandparents right. reached in their lifetime. Yeah. You know, we can't we can't keep our houses. If we do keep our houses, we're going to have to pay market rate tax bases or tax rates. You know, that's that's not helpful. Um, and so I think that's what I was most struck by, the education component and the housing component. Um, All right. Well, let's try to get through this thing. It's a lot of questions, yeah. but I know you're quick yeah. and you've, you've already gone through, uh, clearly you've already gone through the whole thing. So, so that, that'll help. You won't be thinking through your answers. This next section is they want you to indicate the extent you think the actions or policies of the city of Los Angeles have impacted you and your family. And they're, they're, you choose between very negatively, negatively, neutral, positively, or very positively. Starts with economic growth. Yeah, I, you know, for most of these, I chose very negatively. Really? I think that, yeah, the one, um, and it's so hard because political representation is one that really sticks out to me because I do live in a, you know, in districts that are represented by people that look like me. But over the years, I've become a little disillusioned by um, their choices and to you know, remove certain grocery stores for my neighborhood mm, or, mm-hmm. you know, prioritize certain developments in my neighborhood. And I'm confused, you know, because, you know, you look like me, you are campaigning on a platform that aligns with my interests, but then you get an office and now my grandmother's losing her grocery store. You know, now my grandmother, mm. you know, now, now we have to drive you know, X, Y, and Z miles outside of our neighborhood just to get quality, you know, food and produce. Now our, um, you know, community resources are being taken up uh, by these major developments that seem out of place for our, our residential community. Something's not clicking for me here. So I, you know, am stopping on political representation and I am judging that you know, negatively, because I don't think that the interests that, you know, our, our uh, politicians have in our in our community align necessarily with my outlook. Okay, so for those of you filling this out, um, Asha has wrote, written that she was impacted, her, her and her family were impacted very negatively by economic growth, uh, policies from the city around economic growth, access to education, home ownership, housing, health and well-being, food access, access to city contracts, transportation, law enforcement, legal policies, access to community resources, civil rights, political representation, community development, land use, home value appraisal, business ownership, and environmental protection regulations. Uh, we are going to continue this uh, as well as economic well-being, access to jobs, employment opportunities with the city, opportunities for career advancement, eligibility to join unions, and my family wealth holdings. We'll go to the next page with Asha when we come forward and you. All right, on KBLA Talk 1580. We hope you have a safe and relaxing holiday season. Mask up and stay safe. At KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. And your voice is critical to all the conversation. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. And uh, Asha's here. Asha, the... <laughs> Our booking coordinator, taking this survey, which I would love for you to take, it's at African uh, American Experience, no, blackexperiencela.com, blackexperiencela.com. 
Um, and you can take the survey, take about 20, 30 minutes, as long as you don't get to deep pondering. Uh, do it around your family and friends this holiday season. We only have until the 31st of December to turn this in. So we're going to speed up here, Asha, and see if we can get through this. Uh, housing is this section. Um, they ask the extent uh, the actions and policies of the city of L.A. have impacted you and your family around housing. And again, it's negatively to very positively um, everything from ability to buy a home, ability to secure a home loan to housing stability. Um, how did you how did you fare in this section? Oh, very negatively. Really? Across the board? Yeah. Okay. Across the board. Wow. Okay, yeah. so, so let's go to the next page. The next page is education. Same setup. Mm -hmm. Negatively to very positively. Access to schools, access to quality education, access to educational resources. Where did you land here? So this had a little bit more variance. I landed negatively for um, access to schools through access to educational resources, but I did land neutral on access to curriculum that meets college admission eligibility, um, AP courses, and culturally relevant curriculum, curriculum as well as culturally competent teachers. Um, that is just my own personal experience. I've had access to all of those things. Um, I did have, I did rate very negatively on my, the racial diversity of my school, um, mm. in that area. Yeah. So you, um, so, so that's what you got through in this section. And then where did you, in the next section, when we're already on page 12, we're doing good healthcare, mm -hmm. same setup. Mm -hmm. Um, were you across the board here? Access to quality health service, access to culturally competent healthcare professionals. These are the kinds of questions. Um, what did you find here? I was pretty neutral across the board. Um, so I haven't had neither, you know, neither negative nor positive experience nor extremely positive experiences when it comes to access to health care. I feel very blessed to be able to say that. But, yeah, pretty neutral for that. Okay. Um, so we're moving on to the next page, um, which is uh, neighborhood resources. Um, experiences, uh, policies in, in impacting your life and your family's life, same thing, starting with access to parks, access to quality grocery stores, um, access to healthy food options, and the like. Yeah, the only um, section that I put neutral on was access to parks. Everything else, I felt I, I was either negatively or very, very negatively affected by the city's policies surrounding these um, community resources. Wow, okay. Um, and now we're on to page 14. It's uh, the same kind of, uh, so it's actually a continuation here, but we're talking about economic benefits, education benefits, and equitable dis distribution of resources, employment benefits, housing benefits. Uh, is there anything you would highlight here? Well, I would just highlight the fact that I would, I appreciate this, scale, um, just deciding what you think is most appropriate to what you think is least appropriate when it comes to addressing restorative justice. I, I appreciate being able to grade um, these different issues based on my experience, but I'd be interested to see how it, it's extrapolated with the data. Yeah, this is really what I was wanting to get to is what is repair? What does restitution look like? So you get to say, from least appropriate to most appropriate, um, and like for example, e economic benefits. Um, where did you, where did you rate that? 
I rated that most appropriate. Um, economic benefits, education benefits, as well as employment benefits and health care and housing, those are all most important to me. You know, monuments added or removed, that's that's least, you know, or less appropriate for me. Um, if Had we lived in a more southern um, town, maybe that mm. would be on higher on my list. Yeah. But in Los Angeles, I don't necessarily see the vestiges of, you know, enslavement. Um, what as I walk around, um, where as that might be different elsewhere. What about an apology? Because I, I that was the one I struggled with. Because I thought apology is yeah. good if it if it makes it more likely that we'll have the legal wins for reparations than apology. But you know, it's also something empty about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be nice. I did rate that as neutral. I mean, it'd be nice, <laughs> but it's not its not high on my list. I mean, if that's the least that they can give us, then at least give us an apology. But um, I think that subsidized or free services and restoration of unfairly seized as- assets definitely rates higher above that. Higher. Oh, and historic preservation of black communities. I think that's really important. That was most appropriate for me. Yeah, I mean that is that is our our actual survival in the city, um, and then they and then they go on with monetary payments, which seems very similar to economic debt forgiveness programs. Where did you put that? Most appropriate. What about financial literacy? Most appropriate, absolutely most appropriate. Um, what about employment assistance programs? I think that's more appropriate. I'd like to see how they weave in existing employment assisting programs into this um, restorative justice element. I think that there there is room there for for collaborative efforts. What about, I think this is controversial, but uh, interesting, reduced personal income taxes? I saw that and I stopped in my tracks. I'd never considered that. I mean, you know, that's a hard that, that's that's a hard one for me. I mm. put it as neutral um, because I I don't know if I have any strong feelings one way or another right now about it. I feel like I'd have to do some more pondering over the equitability of that. Um, but and it, am I even concerned about the equitability of that when it comes to reparations? I don't think so. I don't know. Mm. Um, mm. But that's definitely something I'm thinking about. Well, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I, we don't have time to go into depth, but also on this list is open uh, district access to LAUSD schools, which you mentioned. So mm-hmm. I know you put mm-hmm. most appropriate for that. Anything else you put mm-hmm. most appropriate to that you want to um, add, highlight right now? Yeah, free college tuition for both undergrad and grad for public universities in the city of Los Angeles. I think that is most appropriate. And student loan forgiveness. (laughs) I agree with both of those um, because having a level playing field means walking away with no debt just like other kids would. Um, Asha, thank you so much for sharing your survey with us and also for taking the survey. Absolutely. Thank you, Dominique.